Hello everybody and welcome back to another Greek story. I'm your host, Natalie Wolf-Kuchinski, and today I'd like to discuss the view ancient Greek societies had on disabled individuals. In early times, individuals who differed from others were perceived as outcasts. Differing beliefs, negative social or economic status, and possessing few acquaintances contributed to the ignoring of and discrimination against those who were not as fortunate. Similar to the Roman society, the Greeks did not have an equivalent word to the English disabled. They instead utilized the word teros, which translates to beast in English. The term mutus, which derives from Latin, referred to both someone who could not speak and someone who is stupid. This term may have also been used in early Greek societies. Early Greek individuals also penned a term that is partly translatable to English. It means, I maim or mutilate to signify physical impairments. Another term can be loosely translated to deformities in English. This term is politically incorrect to the modern concept, which includes mental, physical, and emotional disabilities. Numerous disabled individuals of early societies were treated as objects of scorn or charity and expected to strive as beggars, though very few succeeded. In ancient Greece, the exposing of young children with severe disabilities, mental illness, or mental disability to die on the weather was customary practice. About a week to ten days after birth, Greek infants were considered full individuals in a ceremony called Amphidromia. In English, this loosely translates to running around the circle. The baby would be carried around the family earth and inspected by family members. At the ceremony, infants were given their name, introduced to the family, and determined whether it was to live or die by the head of the household, which was primarily the father. A father could reject care for his child if it showed any disabilities or imperfections, the family was too large, or if the mother was unmarried. Such imperfections include birthmarks, moles, and scars. Hippocrates, who is a Greek physician that lived from 460 to 377 BC, believed that the health of an individual revolved around the balance of the four humorous or basic body substances. These basic body substances included blood, phlegm, yellow bile, and black bile. Hippocrates' belief led other physicians to relate mental illness or disability to an imbalance of black bile. Despite this, Hippocrates was one of the first to approach disability in a scientific manner. He claimed that it was not God nor demons that harmed individuals, but instead disease. Plato, who was a philosopher from Athens, suggested that the deformed offspring of both a superior and inferior individuals be placed in some mysterious unknown places. These mysterious unknown places that Plato referred to might be insane asylums, the woods, or even caves. To me, leaving a child who just needs a little extra care in the woods to die is horrible and inhumane on so many levels. In nearly every ancient civilization, including the early Greek societies, mentally and physically disabled individuals were not allowed to attend neighborhood schools. The following treatments that I'm about to share with you that disabled individuals dealt with on a day-by-day -day basis absolutely disgust me. Disabled individuals in ancient societies were restrained and abused, whether physically, mentally, sexually, or financially. They were victimized with inhumane treatments, their lives were devalued, most were stigmatized as criminals, and all were viewed as sickly, inaccurately tested, and rendered inappropriate labels and services. 
To think that some of the greatest minds known to man, for example Stephen Hawking, would be discriminated and possibly even murdered is insane. When you enter a museum and you view a sculpture, do you notice any deformities on it or imperfections? No, that's what I thought too. Very few sculptures that were constructed in ancient times show disabilities or imperfections. Greek sculpture displays anatomical perfection through numerous pieces. The elusive concept that is often referred to as the Greek spirit is expressed by images of a perfectly structured nude male or exquisitely draped female. Flawless images of sculptures and art pieces, ancient Greek societies did not possess any permanent remedies for diseases. An uncommon color scheme of physical deformities were perceived as marks of imperfections. In the age of minimal medical supplies, a disease that was improperly treated oftentimes resulted in a permanent disability. Once an individual acquired a disability, there is a much higher chance of succumbing another one due to the reduced ability to respond to situations that threaten life or limb. Early Greek individuals concluded that epilepsy was a disturbance of the mind and deaf individuals cannot learn without verbal communication. In the 1930s, an archaeological team began excavating the Athenian Agoria, which served as a marketplace in the center of the infamous Greek city. Alongside about 150 deceased dogs were 450 perished babies in a well engulfed by bedrock. Susan Rotroff, an archaeologist at the Washington University in St. Louis, Missouri, concluded that the infants were collected in the well between 165 and 150 BC. At this time, the Hellenistic period was coming to an end, which followed the conquest of Alexander the Great and shortly before the Romans invaded Greece. Save three infants, all were less than a week old at their time of death. The babies appeared to have perished naturally, which diminishes the theory of the pandemic. As many as one-third of the recovered infants died of bacterial meningitis, an infection of the brain and tissue surrounding it, that is often caused by cutting the umbilical cord with an unsterile object. Bacterial meningitis would have left the babies unable to feed or support themselves in the future. In ancient Greece, this was deemed a disability. The remaining group likely perished from many other conditions and diseases common in their time, such as dehydration caused by diarrhea. Most families were unable to seek care for their sickly children and simply eliminated their issue at its source by murdering their child. This concludes today's episode of Another Greek Story. To say the least, I am astonished at the cruel and inhumane treatment towards the Greek disabled community. Though it may not be as apparent today, disabled individuals are still discriminated against and oftentimes blamed for lying about their disease. At the end of the day, we're all human, so treat others as such. For more information, please visit ada.gov. Thank you. Thank you.